Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. Damn, what is going on? Happy Thursday, Rye. Happy Thursday, Steph. Man, it has been a week. I know. Rye and I are just trying to caffeinate. I hope you're caffeinating at home. Well, if that's your thing. If it's I'm all, not. I'm green teed up. Anyways, I'm Steph Zabra. And I am so happy to be here with my co-pilot, uh-huh. Ryan Nilsson, head of Popcorn Talk. I'm so happy to be on board the ship with Chewbacca's daughter, <laughs> Steph Sabra. I also am Chewbacca's long-lost daughter. It's so rude of me. Daddy, please <coughs> forgive me. <laughs> oh, wow. Forgive her. <laughs> Everything's okay, forgiven. Okay, yeah, it's been a wild week, you guys. And it's been a wild week in Star Wars Galaxy News because Bob Iger spoke a little bit about the future of Star Wars. We'll break that down and um, kind of his thoughts on where they're going to go with it. Mm. Kathleen Kennedy teases that we are going to get a female director for a Star Wars movie. And Ewan is hyped to be talking. Yeah, and we're so happy because we, in the past show, I think the rumors had just been swirling from the weekend before that the show was no longer in production. Right. There, There were Jedi mind tricks out there. They were trying to F up our vibe. Really we're not were. having it. We're not having it. Okay. None. What we are having those John Boyega is back on his He's got the best editor <laughs> on social media. Yep. Yep. So <laughs> we have a whole bunch of fun stuff. Some rumor more rumors are swirling and uh some special segments at the end, but let's just jump right in. So Bob Iger says that the future of Star Wars for the next few years, they're really putting all their focus towards TV. And he even talked about The Mandalorian and saying they might introduce new characters, but also have spinoff shows with some of the characters that we already have. What are your thoughts about that? They're saying TV is the priority, and that's what we've been preaching for quite a while. I think the future of Star Wars, as of right now is on TV, but what I'm not psyched about this news, stuff is just, hey, let's just do a spinoff from The Mandalorian. It's like The Mandalorian was, in a way, kind of a spinoff from just Star Wars in general. I think they, they should just do more original content, you know? Like, I don't think we need... I think we can just go to another edge of the galaxy, another time period, another story. It doesn't necessarily need to be linked. You know what, Rye? What, I think Steph? you're absolutely right. Thank you! <laughs> No, I, I mean, could. come on, people. Like, we're, we're, it's like this worked. Let's just do more of it. I agree. I feel like it would be way too easy for them to be like, yes, let's just take the winning show right now and spread it as thin as we possibly can. I also don't think any of the characters are strong enough right now to be thinking that way. I'm not dying to see more of Cara Dune. Right. I'm dying to see more of the Mandalorian and his journey with Baby Yoda, not separate. I mean, maybe Grand Moff Gideon, who had the dark side at the end yeah but maybe but like you would have to sell me on it i would need us. the writing to be absolutely phenomenal you can't just sell me on that story i'll still watch it but you i know. think that story might be told soon because it has something to do with mandalore yeah. maybe if there's a separate story where he is a part of it but i don't know if the whole series has to follow one of these characters for the entire length of the show i don't know if one of these side characters in the mandalorian deserves to really be the main character it's kind of how i feel about you know the rogue one show we're getting um with pablo uh or sorry uh, diego luna's character he's pablo escobar in, in narcos mexico um with diego luna's character from rogue one we're getting a whole spinoff show with him I, I feel like we got his big story in rogue yeah. one i don't know if i need a whole show it's i i don't know i don't want that either the you have an entire galaxy. And you know what else you got, Steph? 
You got books, okay? <laughs> One thing that's interesting in this article that they say is they're like, we got no source material to pull from. It's kind of hard for us. It's not like Marvel in our comics. There are literally a hundred books about Star Wars, and like maybe 50 of them are pretty excellent, okay? There's some really good content out there. Just adapt one of these books, and I'm telling you, it's a hit. There are talented writers out there, and they've already made the content. Well, I was just going to say that. Do you know how many talented people live on this earth who how write? Many? Millions, billions, you know, unlimited. I mean. Who would die to write any sort of Star Wars content, and they would be so good. So I, I don't buy that. I see what you're saying, but I'm saying that it's already been written. I agree. They got books. You, I wanna... I'm saying there's no excuse, Rye. The you secret Jedi text. Okay. <laughs> they burned. No, they didn't. Psych. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I think I think that this is this is just an easy it's lazy, in my opinion. Yeah. I think keep going with Mandalorian season two. Tell that story. Maybe show the side character stuff through flashbacks in that series, but give us something else that's really new. I'm excited for the Obi-Wan show, but I'm really digging the new stuff with characters we're not familiar with. So I just think they should keep leaning into that. Yeah, people are excited for the Obi-Wan show because it was ne- the movies weren't based around him, even though we got a lot of him. Mm. I think... He sold himself to everyone where we're all love him. So, of course, we want to see more. That's a different story. That one's like a proven yeah, we are all into it. can't do that again. But speaking of The Mandalorian, it was. We knew it was coming in fall, but mm. now it's confirmed it's October 2020. Are awesome. you excited? I'm psyched. I thought it was going to be November. We're getting a month earlier than we thought. Uh, it, was a, it was in November this past year, so that's why I assumed that. But, you know, I think that's great. I wish it was even sooner. One thing that's been kind of fascinating about these Disney Plus live action shows is I feel like they're moving a lot of them up. Uh, the majority of the Marvel shows are live action. We're supposed to be 2021. And now they're like, no, you're going to get WandaVision in December. You're going to get all this other stuff a little earlier. So I think that makes sense that's going to be in October because by the time that ends, I'm assuming it's going to be eight or ten episodes again. Um, you'll have WandaVision. I don't think they want to have two shows simultaneously airing. They want to make sure you're subscribed for a longer period. Yeah, I wouldn't want to compete with WandaVision <laughs> yeah, either. No, that I looks so good. It looks really good. <laughs> really good. I can't wait. So I, I'm, I'm psyched for the October release. It's a lot. It's a little sooner than I than I thought it was going to be, but I hope it gets even earlier. I, I want Mandalorian Season 2 now. Do you want the same directing team? I would love the same directing team. I think... Uh, you know, obviously, the directors they got this time around, I thought were all just really solid, um, especially like Rip Famuyiwa. 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 Yeah. Famuyiwa. No, Famuyiwa. Famuyiwa. Dave Filoni. <laughs> you almost got it. Deborah Chow, D. Chow. D. Chow my I wouldn't girl. be surprised if she's not coming back because she's doing that Kenobi series. Yeah, she's doing the Kenobi series. And that actually bleeds perfectly into our next story yeah. about Kathleen Kennedy because I am cur- Kathleen Kennedy over this past weekend at the BAFTA Award. She told BBC that um, she realizes that this era in Star Wars is so important. They've spent the past 40 plus years building one story and they know this is kind of their time to really expand in a way that they haven't before. And she did say that they were going to have a female director in the, in one of the upcoming Star Wars films. That's so and, great for her to say. Yeah. So great for her to say. How about do it? <laughs> Right? I just, I think like it's. Screw so, all that talk. 
It's so easy. Show me the money, Kathleen. Really? I mean, I feel like every studio is saying this. Like, yeah, we really want this. We're going to make that happen soon. But until it's Diversity. greenlit, you hired them. That, like, you know, you can talk all you want, but, but like, make it happen. I think Deborah Chow, it's great that she's doing the Obi-Wan's Kenobi series. I want a conf- confirmation that she's doing all of it. That's just been like a rumor. Oh, yeah, they haven't confirmed that. Confirm that because she should. And you know what? We, we were just talking about the Mandalorian directors. Give us another female director to take her place for those episodes for season two. And, you know, yeah. Kath, like Kathy Yan, she just did Birds of Prey. Yes. Like, there are so many great female directors out there I think they could choose from. But, you know, right now all the movies are on hold. So I don't know why you're saying, like, yeah, we'd really like to make this happen. It's like there's no projects in development. Yeah, well, it was originally claimed that the movies would be in 2022, 2024, and 2026 in December, all three of those. But like you said, there's no confirmation on any of that. It is far. I do think that Deborah Chow is an obvious choice, just like many other talented female directors that have been working in the industry. So I hope that we that actually gets... Yeah. Done. Resolved. But it was interesting. She brought up in her interview with BBC both giving props to um, to Bryce Dallas Howard and Deborah Chow for their episodes. I think Bryce Dallas Howard has a lot of promise, but that was one of her. She hasn't done as much necessarily. Yeah. And her episode, I thought, was actually really good. Yeah. The one where they were protecting the villagers was kind of like some famous Westerns, like uh, for a few dollars more, Yojimbo, Samurai movie. Really cool. And, you know, obviously her dad did Solo with Ron Howard. Uh, I, I'm liking it. I just think it's it's an interesting story because you can say that all you want. And, you know, Marvel is kind of guilty of this, too. For a while, they were like, yeah, we really want a female director. And until, like, the 20th movie with, like, Ant-Man and the Wasp that you have one of the a female <laughs> co-director. It's just, it's taken a while. Yeah. So, I mean, you can talk all you want, but make it happen. Yeah. I'm with you, right? I don't, I wonder what... Would you prefer? I, I kind of want like a, an own spinoff movie, like just g- give a director like a Kathy Yan or a Deborah Chow like their own thing. Would you rather that, or would you rather have them tell a story that's with characters we're already familiar? Of? No, new, new, new. I think new completely because I, I think the directors right now have a completely different style and audiences are different too so i think what was working isn't necessarily working still and i think mm. star wars is figuring that out god i just i know i, I just sent her three times but kathy Yan, like i saw an early <laughs> screen of birds of prey it's coming out tonight she um, is a great so director it, I, I was kind of middle in the road for me but she is an amazing director of action and i think she could crush an episode of the mandalorian of kenobi or a movie for Star Wars. I just think that's a really awesome People pick. are saying it's one of the best DC movies, so I'm sure she's going to be a hot name for a while. For sure. Bigelow is an awesome pick. Do you, but, like, Jeff, so she's done she's done a, a wide variety of action. I feel like lately she's doing a lot of the true story, true events. Yeah, like, she did Zero Dark Thirty, which incredible. And a lot of people who worked on Zero Dark Thirty actually worked on Rogue One, from the cinematographer to a lot of the, the set builders. I think she'd be an amazing pick. I think Catherine Bigelow could direct any awesome action movie perfectly. I just wonder if she would be interested in it. Yeah. Or would you prefer like a bigger, big, no, bigger I escape? think so too. It, if it's done really well, yeah. I think it's just hard when if a plot is basic, it needs to be really, really elevated by mm. great writing, great editing, 
great yeah, character work. Everything like that. I so it's one or the other. It's just I feel like there's a lot of pressure that Disney puts on themselves like every movie needs to relate to something <laughs> huge. Like if we do a spin-off movie, man, it's gotta be like about the building of the death. Oh Star, yeah, I don't or, think it needs to relate at all. It needs all. to be solo. I don't like, think it needs to relate at all. I think it could be small. It could be yeah, like the it Mandalorian. Need to connect. Yeah. I, I don't think that at all. And I want them to explore more of that. I totally. Just, yeah. I wonder what people in the chat are saying. By the way, live popcorn talk 4 p.m. every Thursday. Shout out to Greg Mostjevich. Ivan Soto, Weston Iro. I know we're a little late, Greg. Sorry. <laughs> Vito Scuddy in the chat. <laughs> and I already said Ivan Soto. Manny Gonzalez, love seeing y'all here every week. Please give us a thumbs up. And Darth Baca in the chat. Darth, I'll never get... That's such a good name, Such dude. a good name. Wow. Love you, Darth Baca. Okay, let's talk about... Let's keep going with Obi-Wan series. Ewan did an interview and gave kind of a... Spilled a lot of positive tea towards this subject that there's been a lot of rumors surrounding it. And he, he's been saying that... He was saying that he's been keeping up with the Star Wars galaxy, watching all the movies, pay, being in the loop. And he <laughs> says as soon as he puts his cloak back on, he'll be ready to go. It'll be like he never left. I believe it. Me too. I believe <laughs> it, man. He was that character for so many years. I know. He is Obi-Wan. He, he's been really making the circuit this week because of Birds of Prey, bringing it back up. He's playing Black Mask. But I yeah, heard he's phenomenal in that. He's great. I mean, he's, he's great in everything. Yeah. I can't think of much he's been... Even less than adequate in. He's yeah. been awesome in everything. Gotta love him. And he's and he's done TV with Fargo. So TV's, you know, it's it's not an unknown for him. He's phenomenal in everything he does. Uh yeah, I think it's gonna be just like that. They made him look older when he was doing Revenge of the Sith, and now he actually looks that age. Yeah. Like it's gonna be like it's it, weird. No time yeah, passed. That's they did that was so the way they did that was so smart. It's wild. I thought what he was saying was also really interesting is that after episode nine came out, the writers kind of reconvened, and even though eighty to he read about eighty to ninety percent of the script, and it was really great. Then he says that they are taking the time to make it even better, which I really really love because that means that this is where I think fan in advice or opinion kind of matters is to see what's working or not and yeah. stop making the same stuff mistakes. Isn't it great that he's just hyped about it? Yeah. Like, I just think that that's awesome. The fact that he's, they're not pulling these questions, these details out of him on these award shows. He's almost like encouraging them to ask about it because he's psyched, which really, that's encouraging, I think, for us that like the lead actor of your show, he's excited about the show. I think that's risky for him to return because, you know, the prequels, a lot of people are mixed on them. I think everyone can agree he was probably one of the best parts. And I don't know if he wanted to taint that legacy with one of these spinoff shows. Even though he's getting probably a handsome paycheck, he's psyched about the show. Yeah. It gives me a lot of confidence. Oh, I cannot wait to see it. It just back. would be really hard. Okay, I hope that they the show is exceptional. Yeah. But it, would, it will be very hard for the show to be not good. It would be difficult. I mean, what? So I would detail? be gassing it. I would yeah. literally be at every outlet be like, See my show. It's about to be so good. It's going to be great. <laughs> I want to know from you and also in the chat, what what detail are you most excited to see in this Obi-Wan series? Mm. I'm just excited to hear him say, hello there, or something like that again. <laughs> just just these little Obi-Wan-isms. Do you uh, think he's going to like have another scene with Vader? Yeah. That's very possible. There's so much in the realm of possibility. Yeah, I think so. I think he would. I'm really excited to see who he's interacting with. 
and if Ooh. it's different new what new characters what old characters and yeah that's the main you know i love character work we so love character work people in the chat saying they don't believe that tv's the way this is uh, from channels this is the way this is the way <laughs> come on Mandalorian. this is the way they're reworking the scripts and making it back into a movie disney needs star wars movies that will pay you know i don't necessarily agree with that i think disney plus is really paying like it yeah, is bank. The the amount of subscribers they have is unreal. It's it's quite unreal. Uh meaning is I was looking forward to Clone Wars and Ben Kenobi. Yeah, we're gonna get more Obi-Wan in that Clone Wars series coming out May twenty I mean sorry, uh, February twenty first. So that's gonna be that might even pass Revenge of the Sith, so we'll see where Obi-Wan's left off on there. Um a lot of people OMG Steph, your hair is like a flaming sword. Yeah, yes. Yes. Flaming sword. I am the girl on fire. Let's go. <laughs> this girl is on fire. <laughs> a lot more people just saying, yeah, I'd like to see the youth of Obi-Wan. And I think we got some youth Obi-Wan with, you know, the prequels. I think this is going to be Obi-Wan in his prime. This is going to be him. He spent his prime watching Luke on Tatooine. Isn't that kind of odd? <laughs> That's like the worst babysitting job ever. <sighs> But he's probably the best babysitter ever. 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 You're Obi Wan's the only man I would probably leave alone. With I know this. you wouldn't leave it with Mando because the baby no. would get killed immediately no, no, unless no, it's no. force powers. The Star Wars might have not. Well, maybe Lando. Uh, he might I don't know. Out. Yeah, Lando would be partying and. You'd be like, well, how about this? Let's find out. God, <laughs> <laughs> Ryan. Okay. <laughs> how about this next story? Yeah. <laughs> So, John Boyega, like Ryan said, has been absolutely killing the social media game. I need to find out, does he have an editor? Who is his editor? If it's him, that's insane. Because it's like a full-time job, the type of edits he puts out. But he recently put out this video of him (laughs) inserting his face into every single cat in the Cats trailer. Wild. (laughs) This is wild. He has to have, like, one of the best editors in Hollywood. Because everything he's putting on social media, I'm loving. The first video we talked about a few weeks ago when he's just kicking all the social media comments. Really well done. It's just making me love him even more. I kind of wish he did stuff like this before episode 9 came out. Why? I think he did. did. I don't think it was to this extent, though. It wasn't getting this type of heat. Like, he's always been big on social media, but these videos are awesome awesome like, i know I, I really i feel like we're now really getting to know him and i love john boyega before the final movie came out but i just really feel like i'm getting to know him even more now post rise of skywalker if we can find that video that'd be great it's and the power of social media in the most positive way it, just really showing who you are now everyone's a fan of him everyone wants to see him in more stuff i think he is so funny on social media so funny do you think we're gonna get a Disney Plus series with him? And do you think that'd be a mistake? I think for him, maybe. For Finn, would you guys in the chat want Finn? I would want it. You know, you would Finn's want one of my favorite characters. I just think he needs to branch out because he's so talented and he can be in so many different types of roles. I think he could do what Ewan did and just take a few decades off and come back to it. I, yeah, I, I think I would love to see him pop up in yeah. one of these shows if it t- takes place in that era i don't think we're going to get anything any show that takes place in that time period for quite a while i don't think i'd want a show following him i think that would be a little weird similar to how i feel about the cassian andor series like i feel like we got his story we got the main chunk i think he could play a really awesome supporting role wow the video it's just so good you guys <laughs> it's so good yeah but uh i i want more i would pay to see that cats you would yeah Yes. FN two one 
Eight seven cats. <laughs> wow. You know, I I I'd, I'd pay for it. But yeah, keep posting that stuff, John. Yeah, we love it. We love it. Okay, so another John Boyega story. He had a really cute moment with Daisy Ridley at the Aww. BAFTA Awards. And we have a picture of it, and it just shows how close this cast was. Look at that embrace. <sighs> That's like you and I, right? Where's Oscar, though? <laughs> I true. want the tri-hug. Yeah, I want the tri-hug. That is like us. Yeah, you could tell, again just reaffirming how tight they were on yeah. set. And that's one thing I think a lot of Star Wars movies have done really well. I feel like the the cast gets along. Yeah, it's not a toxic environment. Definitely not. Awesome. Yeah, they they are tight. Yeah. I, I mean, do you, you still are you still like a Raylo fan after you I, watch that? I mean, you see a photo I've like that. I've never been a Raylo fan. I don't <laughs> know right, you're what not a Raylo you're fan. talking about. You keep doing this to me. <laughs> I do. You're trying to hijack my career, and I'm not going to have it. <laughs> no, I'm Whoops. not a Raylo fan. You guys know I'm Finn and Ray all day. I don't care. I don't want them to have any romantic things because it didn't make sense with their storylines, but I still ship them. Would you ship them? Or- <sighs> Who? I think, I, I mean, after seeing a photo like that, yeah, I'd ship Ray and Finn. Hey, thank you. I'd ship them, but... Take, took you long enough. I just enough. think the Raylos and the Finn... The Ray Finns? The Ray... Uh, the Finn Rays? Finn Rays. Finn Rays. It's like Stingray. Finn yeah. Ray. Uh, I feel like... Th- wow, that's intimate. Uh, I feel like they need to fight. Bruh, I, think, I think there just needs to be a standoff. I hate that. Yeah, that's pretty rough. No, because <laughs> the Raylos are crazy. Wow. Crazy. Do you Crazy. see what they've done to John Boyega? They've trolled Sidelined him. <laughs> they did what he did to Rose. Sup? Oh my god. Did you work on the files? Did you do your research like... on the ships we didn't use any of? Alright, I'm done. Can you explain <laughs> the early concept art of for the John Favreau character? Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> just okay. just yes! pulling up some great media Here right for now. This. Wow, that's fun. That's a poster right there. Here for it. Here for it. Uh, moving on to this. <laughs> little, we're, we're leaving the romantic discussion for a second. Um, this was some early concept art yeah. for John Favreau's character in Solo. You know, John Favreau, EP Mandalorian. He also had a character in the movie Solo, was the pilot of uh, the ship. And this concept art, like, you know, n- typically I don't think we would report on something like this, but this concept art is so wild. Because it looks nothing like what we got. What on earth? Like, that just... Yeah, that doesn't look anything like the pilot that we ended up getting. He has four or five... I mean, I know that the pilot we ended up getting had multiple arms, multiple appendages, and things of that nature. But that one... This just looks disturbing. Yeah. This looks like a spider monkey. This looks like... Ugh. Just no. Yeah, I'm glad they changed it. I just don't know how we got from that to what we got. Yeah. I, I honestly had to ask Ryan because I didn't. I saw the <laughs> yeah. photo first. I'm like, what am I looking at? This was not a character in Solo. And he goes, wait, you've have you? I'm like, seen Solo yet? What? My bad. <laughs> I'm I'm a little off today, guys. I'm a little off today. Uh, the Spider Monkey, though. I mean, then this is what we ended up getting. Jeff just pulled an awesome photo. Sorry to supply it. Um, really weird. Like, yeah, I love the, the actual character we got. The one we ended up getting is awesome, and it looks a lot more like a pilot. This just doesn't look like... A pilot. A pilot. No, that looks like in my nightmares what happens. No, what I'm curious is, and I think that this 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 uh, this guest has some, some claim to it, is that, you know, Lord and Miller were supposed to direct Solo, and then they got taken off the, yep. the property. And this was a VFX character. I wonder if the character did look like that. 
for when Lord and Miller were doing it. You know, they got they got axed because apparently it was a little too goofy on set, a little too awkward in tone, and Lawrence Kasdan didn't agree with them. I wonder if the character looked like this in Phil Lord and Chris Miller's version. They were they saw and they're like, nah. Yeah. <laughs> that Guys, ain't it, fam. That is like Jar Jar <laughs> 2.0. <laughs> like, what is going on here? I really do feel like that's the case, though. I, I Yeah, this, this looks silly. Um, and yes. this was early concept art, so it must have been. Must have been. Must have been. Must can be. I say I like it? Oh yeah, you can, Jeff. With you the can hot say take. that. You can I don't know, say that. It's, it's unique. Well, I, like, what is the emotions coming to mind? I just think it's special. It's different. I love Chris Lord and Phil Miller. So damn, Phil the Lord chat's and... loving it too. Yikes. Yeah. What I haven't. It's too creepy for you guys. Is that the issue? Um, I just. Well, you know, when you see the movie, he's a serious pilot. Yeah, he's got a few quips and jokes here and there, and he tragically spoiled perishes. He dies. I just don't know. If that would have fit in the tone that we got in Solo. Also, I just wild. feel like if you want to use your body's <laughs> physique for its best purposes, yeah. if I was born like this, I wouldn't <laughs> oh, be a God. pilot. I would be doing, like, ninja shit. <laughs> you know? <laughs> ninja shit. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. you are not getting past these eight arms. Give him some lightsabers. That is like oh, General Grievous, yeah. but a teddy bear. I think, yeah, General Grievous must have been the concept concept art. There's a lot of concept concept art. Very meta. (laughs) This was not a thirst trap. Wow, let me transition to a sad story right now. Actor Alan Harris, known for playing a number of roles within the Star Wars saga, has passed away at age 81, unfortunately. And uh, it's actually really interesting because he's one of the few that have been incorporated in all in the original trilogy, which is an amazing accomplishment. And fans really, really loved him, even though a lot of his roles, you couldn't identify his face necessarily. He still was loved by many. So it's really sad. Yeah. And this is the character Bosk. Uh, yeah. Bounty Hunter appears in Empire Strikes Back. Unfortunately, in a lot of the live-action films, we never got to see him Yeah, and in, in New action. Hope, he was a member of Princess Leia's Rebel Escort, also a mechanic in the War Room. He mm. played a stormtrooper in the film as well. Empire Strikes Back, he was a boss, like Rai said, as well as a Rebel Trooper on Hoth and a member of the Bespin Wing Guard. So, a lot of different roles. It's sad. I, I, it's interesting, though, to see someone like him who he played so many roles in Star Wars, and yet... Like some of them are still around today, as small a role as they are. Like I think Bosk has one line in Empire Strikes Back, and he is a character you can play as in the Battlefront video Ooh. game. He is like he's got Legos. Like Bosk is a big character, and then also there's members of that species that popped up in Mandalorian. It's just wild to think like you could play a small role in one of these movies, and yet people can idolize that character and that and that alien creature. Like it's just really interesting. I feel like Star Wars is one of the only franchises that can really do something like that and yeah. it's sad that he's gone it is r.i.p love to the family friends and fans of alan R.I.P. sending our love from popcorn talk now let's get into this rumor Ooh, let's get into this rumor Ryan's gonna break down this rumor headphones are loud Ooh, <laughs> headphones are loud Ooh, my goodness that startled me adele yeah big rumor steph Big rumor in the TV world. There there is a rumor. I'm going to keep these off for a while. There is a rumor. It's weird because you sound great. Uh, Just that soundbite almost uh, killed me. 
quite frankly. Oh, but Lord, um, we found Ryan's kryptonite. Yeah, that was some. Uh, that was that was some kryptonite. The big rumor is that we are going to get a sequel series to Rebels this November, which is wild. Now, this comes from some tweets that are like a source has confirmed the fact that there is a sequel series in the works for Rebels. It's going to be on Disney Plus. I would love this. And I kind of believe it. And I have nothing to, to back that up on. Oh, I was going to say, why nothing do you Nothing to back it up it? on. It's just a feeling. Uh, the feeling is they just they brought back Clone Wars for another season. They got all these books in the work around Ahsoka. I think Ahsoka's going to... I don't know this either as confirmation, but I can. I would bet money on Ahsoka Tanu being in Mandalorian Season 2. Dave Filoni is involved in all this stuff. It would be... Foolish to not do another oh my series. God. I think, and I honestly think Rebels, like Rebels, does connect to Mandalorian, to Mandalore, and the Mandalorian in a lot of different ways. I think with people just so high on the Mandalorian, just loving every ounce of it, <laughs> it would make so much sense to do another series animated on Disney Plus. And I think that they're waiting to announce it just to see how this final uh, season of Clone Wars does. I think if this final season of Clone Wars draws a lot of viewers, more than it did when it was on Cartoon Network, I think we're going to get this announcement. Yeah, it definitely will get more viewers. I think the fact that it was on Cartoon Network was an awkward pairing. And Clone Wars was on Cartoon Network. I know Rebels was on like Disney XD. Yeah. um, Because that that was a series that started airing after Disney bought uh, Lucasfilm. So I'm all in on this rumor. I really hope it's true. I think it is. And I, I just think they're waiting to announce it to see how it performs. What do you think? Um, if you think it, I'm, I hope it. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds really dope. And I think you're right in terms of business strategy. It makes sense that it wouldn't be, uh, it wouldn't be confirmed. But the fact that it's completely random makes me a little <laughs> bit weary. Like, we're, we're drawing off of nothing. But that's okay. Sometimes you have to dream it to achieve it. I think you do. I, I'm, I'm speaking it into reality right now, Steph Sabra. We love that manifestation, We're going to manifest it. It's going to happen. And I would be psyched. The thing I think it's going to be about... Again, this is all conjecture. <laughs> it's not confirmed. But if they did do a sequel series to Rebels... I think it's going to follow Ezra Bridger, which is the young Jedi that's the main character in Rebels. Um, not going to spoil anything if you haven't watched Rebels, but check it out. It's all on Disney+. Plus. But uh, there's things that are open-ended with his character and a few others. And I think that this is going to explore that even more. And I think it's going to connect it even more to The Mandalorian. I really, really, really want this to be true. That's really exciting. Oh, there he is. Wow. Okay. Well, we'll stay tuned. If you guys hear anything regarding this rumor, send it our way. We would love to see it. And uh, in the video game universe, the game Jedi Fallen Order is doing way better than expected. Oh my gosh. It's exceeding all of EA's expectations. This thing is making bank. Apparently it's sold way it's sold more copies of this game than the other two Battlefront uh, games combined. This has just been a massive success for EA, which is a big deal. I think this is the most successful Star Wars video game since when LucasArts had their video game line uh, back in like the early 2000s. I think this is huge stuff. That's really cool. I actually have heard a lot of my friends who aren't in love with Star Wars get the game, so that's saying something. It's just a fun game regardless of the movie historical background. Oh, totally. And we had Daniel Roback in studio back in December, who is one of the voice actors in this show, in this uh, video Greatest, game. Greatest, right. Greatest, Greatest. Greece, Dritus. Greetus. 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 Greetus
Go, Grease Dritus. <laughs> You're piloting the ship in the game. But check out the interview we had with him because he was a he was a doll. He, he was, was an absolute doll. He was a delight, and yeah. he just said that working on that game was almost more he said he had so much to go off with his character sometimes even more than some of the feature film work he's done and he's been in everything yeah he's been his imdb is crazy so seeing that it's been so successful i'm not surprised it's it was a quality game yeah i think quality just shows profit and everything was yes right what is this a tony robbins seminar give it to me (laughs) what are you doing those words of wisdom (laughs) okay the baby yoda funkos are the best-selling funkos of all time and that's not surprising at all to me because come on, look at this. This is the way we need at least five of them for this table right here. Yeah. I'm, oh my God. I mean, how, that's the best Funko. That's the best Funko. And oddly enough, it's the Funko that's closest to life size. Yes. <laughs> right? I think that's part of the attraction. Like, I need this one. is actually what this beautiful creature would be like. I think, and you know, this is, this is a funny story. It's the most successful Funko, but I really do think this shows. We, we had this debate last week. I don't think that they're missing out on that surprise Baby Yoda announcement. I, th- I honestly think that was the most clever thing they could have done because now every it made so much hype. The second that first episode Including dropped. Including a Baby Yoda plush backpack design that has been fully unveiled. Low-key, high-key, I would get this. And I would wear this to work. <laughs> uh, I'm I am obsessed. there with you, Steph Savra. I need one. I don't know how big that is. I'm so upset that I it's need so it. cool. I need it so bad. I need it. And I think that's going to be the case with everything Baby Yoda themed. They're going to make bank off Baby this Baby Yoda theme park. Baby Yoda cars. Baby Yoda car Stroller. Baby Yoda macaroni. I would eat that. Baby Yoda cereal. Baby Yoda sprinkles. Baby Yoda, uh, Baby Yoda soda cans. Ornaments. <laughs> Baby Yoda socks, which I have. Babe, I have R2-D2 socks on right now. Oh, I have Chewbacca socks on right We're now. We're rocking them today. I need the Baby Yoda socks. I want the Baby Yoda gloves. I want the Baby I want the baby Yoda shaped I want the food. Baby Yoda baby and no other human baby. <laughs> cool. <laughs> what, do you, what Baby Yoda things do you guys want? I want the real thing. <laughs> Nothing at all. Obviously, it's my time to go. But, it, yeah. Ry, you did something else cool in the Star Wars universe today. Yes, I did. Not today, this week. This week, Your that's book right. club. Talk about it. We got a Star Wars book club. We got a Star Wars book club. Yeah. <laughs> Rachel Goodman and I, fellow host on uh, After Buzz TV and Popcorn Talk. You can see her on the Restless Rap and the Ray Donovan After Show and Narcos Mexico. Uh, we are doing a book club for the E.K. Johnston novel on Ahsoka. It's the Ahsoka Tanu book. This takes place after the events of the Clone Wars, even this final season. Y'all, it's awesome. And I we, I read the book. She reads the book. And I also have the audiobook. So you're getting every angle of this, this piece of entertainment in our recaps. We're doing, uh, I think, six to seven chapters at a time. We've, we, our first episode was this past Sunday. You can see on the AfterBuzz animation channel. It's on the road to the final season of The Clone Wars. So this is just us getting hyped for it. And what's so fascinating about this book, if, it, if I haven't sold you already, is our little excerpts. This this takes place post-Order 66. And you're just following Ahsoka Tanu and, and her just dealing with all this. So it's in between Clone Wars and Rebels. And she's flashing back to events we're going to see in this final season of Clone Wars. Really awesome. The audiobook is 
amazing. They got the voice actor who voices Ahsoka Tanu to do the audiobook. No way. Oh, yeah. So Ahsoka is reading it to you, and there's the Star Wars sound effects, the Star Wars music. It's one of the best audiobooks, like all Star Wars audiobooks. It's great. I really highly recommend it. It's awesome. So, yeah, join us. We're doing another uh, episode tomorrow. And, hey, if you don't want to read the book, we also kind of summarize it in this book club so it's almost like the cliff notes for this novel so if you're interested that's going to be on the afterbus tv animation channel tomorrow yes ryan i'm really excited about that i want to read that book after you're done it's awesome yeah i, I really am or maybe impressed. i'm actually just gonna watch the video and get the spark notes right that's what you should do that's what you should do the spark notes it's <laughs> it's really cool there's so many great star wars books out there and i just don't think they're taking advantage of them enough yeah not enough people know about them steph yes Okay, do you have any words of wisdom for us as we exit this I do. ship? As we slow down into cool jazz 94.3. Point lightsaber 101. Yeah, if you're sitting there on the 101 listening to our podcast and you're just stuck in traffic, here's some words of wisdom for you. This comes from Maz Kanata in Force Awakens. Close your eyes. Feel it. The light. It's always been there, and it will guide you. That's just to say, if you're if you're having, having trouble making a decision in life, you don't know which way to go, left or right, yes or no, listen to what's in here. Not in here. In here. And those are your words of wisdom. <laughs> yes! You know a girl loves moths. <laughs> you know a girl loves moths. FaceTiming and all. All right. Hit that like button right now as we exit. Until next week, Ryan, we're back here every Thursday, 4 p.m. PST on the Popcorn Talk Network. Where can people chat it up with you? You can chat up with me on Twitter at Ryan Nilsen, R-Y-N-I-L-S-E-N, and on Instagram at Ryan Nilsen underscore. Been getting a ton of you following me and messaging me on there. Shout out to y'all. Also, uh, check out DC Movie News 1 p.m. tomorrow. They're talking Birds of Prey spoilers. I produced that show. And like I said, the Ahsoka Tanu Book Club. Tune in. Rock on. Steph, where can people find you? On. You can find me all over social media at Steph Sabra. That's S A B R A W. Bra with a W at the end. Until then, may the force be with you. <laughs> From producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit PopcornTalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network.